Manimal here. It is Thursday, January 18th, and first and foremost, I want to wish a happy birthday to my beautiful mother, Vivian. And now back to the topic at hand. Today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we are back with a brand new episode. We're going to talk about all the league news that happened while we were off yesterday. We've also got Rangers news and notes. We've got some Bally's Diamond Sports talk. We're also going to talk about the non-roster invites that are heading to spring training with the big league camp and we've got a new tradition that we're starting with the texas rangers with the boys podcast so join us today it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier, just letting you guys know that in under 30 days, your Texas Rangers will be defending that World Series championship. If you want to find me on social media, it's Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find me on social media, or you can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out that website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. That's all one word. It's only one word, and joining me, my co-host, two co-hosts today. I've got the 25-pound manimal, a.k.a. Baron Frazier, just hanging out here, joining us. And also, as always, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull, a.k.a. Bull Knight. So if you need a visual, if you need a visual, just think about a 300-pound man with a really big beard wearing a Texas Rangers hat with a Batman cowl over his face, a black cape with a Texas Rangers hoodie. I actually decided Zubas. to I actually decided to go all out for the show tonight and I have like a the, the Batman cowl, but mm. it just has like a Texas Ranger emblem where it would like on a regular hat. Mm. So so it's like <clears throat> you know, I've been my fandom, you know, oozes over. Yeah, it takes you but, to a whole other level. Uh, yeah. Well, how you doing, buddy? Where are they finding your socials well, and stuff? Yeah, we, we've broken the deep freeze, it seems. So we're, mm. uh, you know, we're getting back to a little normality. Uh, uh, the the people are back out and about here in the DFW area. So it's time to tell them about what the Rangers did. A lot of interesting stuff happened today in the Rangers uh, uh, world. Bally's and uh, their parent company, Diamond Sports, have made some moves uh we've got some non-roster invites that we'll talk about that are going to camp and you know we got our league news and i hear we're going to spend we've got a special little segment at the end that's that's it's Mm. not much but it's going to be fun and it's going to carry over for the next week yeah pretty excited about that special segment it's become a i guess it's like a yearly tradition well, uh, here on the podcast, you know what? It's the second year in a row that we've done it, so I guess mm-hmm. we gotta consider it a, a yearly tradition, right? Absolutely, the yearly tradition. It's the and just one to thing give that you we a... remember to keep doing. 
yeah yeah which 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 is like one of like a hundred things that we want to remember to do i was looking back uh um on the social medias before i tell everybody what mine are last mm-hmm. year at this time we were already doing like previews for the season because we were so out of stuff to do mm, mm, that's gonna and be on us before we know special, it then, isn't it our, we had our special astros preview not too long ago you know so um but i think we're gonna do something we're gonna try and do something special with that uh preview this year yeah we're, yeah we're gonna try and we're gonna try and uh do something a little special i don't want to let the cat out of the bag because you know if it doesn't happen i don't want people being disappointed Mm, no we can't do that yeah we can't get hate mail we're on we're we're still on the uprise yeah hate tweets we can't get hate tweets we're not uh we're not Stephen a just yet we Mm, we don't mm, we don't strive mm. for that but uh um over there on the social medias you can find me on the x twitter manimal bull instagram manimal 300 and both facebook and tiktok bull pro so you know whatever your favorite platform is hit me up on there Hit up YBK at Kevin Lee Frazier, and we're gonna mm. three. We'll just message all together. We did it. Yeah. We just, one big message. One one big message. So, um, <clears throat> well, let's jump into it. A lot of stuff to cover today, um, but really the most important stuff's Ranger related. But well, you know, uh, I, I mean, Kev, before we get started. Oh yeah, don't you guys still do I the have thing? to tell everybody that the show today is brought to you by Matt War Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They are going to be back at the Southside Preservation Hall on January 25th, 26th, 26th. 26th. 26th for Brawl in the Hall 2. Big main event, Brick Savage versus Damo McCullough. The Trinity River Heritage title will be on the line between Brent McKenzie and Dante Leone. We're going to have all our sponsors out there. Martin House Brewer, going to, Martin House Brewing is going to give out free beer all night long. Starry's Ice Cream will be there with the desserts and Big Dogs Hot Dogs and Kelly's Onion Burgers will be out back whipping up hamburgers and hot dogs. So come for the food, stay for the wrestling, enjoy your desserts, and drink as much beer as you can before the Martin House guys cut you off. So, Friday, January 26th, we're back out at the Southside Preservation Hall. Matt War Pro presents Brawl at the Hall 2. Gonna be a barn burner, as they say in wrestling, uh, especially in wrestling. So, looking forward to that. So, a couple of quick signings around the league. Um, we had Yariel Rodriguez to Toronto. Yeah, he's Austin a, he, he's, Vol- uh, real quick on Yario Rodriguez. He was he's a big signing. He was a big uh, everybody was looking at him. I know the Rangers were probably at least doing their due diligence on him. He's a guy that he's got a a sixty grade fastball, seventy grade slider, and then he uh, you know also uh, provides a curveball changeup with fifty grade command. Uh, so he's just a uh, he's a tool grade guy. He's grading out high at every level and. Uh, um, you know, I imagine he's going to really help that bullpen in the for the Blue Jays. Yeah, and then also wish we could have got him. Austin Voth signs a one year deal with Seattle. Yeah, he had signing, some, but probably in, uh, yeah, that had kind some, of thing. Had some injury problems last year with Baltimore. It's not a huge contract. I think it's a, a million and a quarter Way for yeah. one year. Yeah, I mean, uh, idea that uh, adds, you know rotation depth for Seattle and uh, can help with their bullpen if they decide to not go that route with him. Okay. And then um, 
But before we get to this next thing, let's go. Kendall Graveman out for the season. What a big shot uh, for the Astros. Yeah, that hurts. That's a, that's a big one for them. They were going to probably rely on innings from Kendall Graveman in that seventh inning uh, this year with Abreu and uh, – um, well, I can't think of their closer. Presley in the in the bullpen. I think that, that it's going to be it, – it's going to hurt them a little bit, and they're going to be – you know, they're going to – uh, you know, I saw that they're not going to change their plan as far as what they're planning on doing this offseason, even with Graveman going to be going to be out. I know they were looking for bullpen help, but uh, we'll just see if that uh, escalates their willingness to spend with Graveman going to be out for the season. And then, uh, yeah, that one's a that one hurts. And then uh, Sandy Leone, our old buddy, Sandy no, no, Leone. No, 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 no. Wait for that. That's the okay. That's okay, that's our segue. Back. But then this is well. Then yeah, speaking of the about, Astros, let's yeah, speaking of the Astros. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Astros, talk about him just the other day about a guy that we were interested in bringing on board. Right. So speaking of the Astros, uh, Hector Neris, who spent last year with Houston, had a kind of a meltdown towards the end of the season. Uh, he's asking. <laughs> Uh, this is almost comedic, I think, but it, it would be shocked. You, how shocked will you be if Hector Neris gets three years and fifty million dollars? We're talking hater money. I'm like trying to believe that this is just like somebody re- released this that you know, didn't like, you know, like random dude wearing a suit looks like a sports re- reporter pays the twenty five bucks a month for Twitter has his blue mm-hmm. check mark and says something and people buy it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it got picked up by Barstool. So, I mean, it must have a little bit of some legs somewhere. But, man, I mean, look, Hector Neris, I could see him getting nine. You know, we talked about this earlier. Uh, I mean, even somebody pay- overpaying him at three and 30. Mm-hmm. But man, I can't imagine anybody giving him almost seventeen million a year to pitch in their bullpen. I mean, I do believe that he's good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I mean, he was the he was the third best reliever last year for Houston in the playoffs, and maybe not even the third best. Yeah, I think maybe Maton was better than him down the stretch for Houston there in the play in the ALCS. So, you know, Neris, I like him. I think, he, you know, I like his fire. I like, I mean, you know, maybe he gets a little over, overexcited sometimes, but you like that when it's on your team, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't always like it whenever it's happening against you, but you know, when he's getting outs out of your bullpen, you like it. And I mean, you got to believe that he would be the, the seventh or eighth inning guy here. I mean, probably eighth inning, mm-hmm. depending on what the you know what the Rangers' plans are with spores and you know. But Leclerc probably is going to get that first opportunity to close, and you know. So I mean, you're not going to pay that for a guy that's not going to close for you. I mean, I feel like if anybody's going to pay three and fifty, they're expecting twenty five to thirty saves. Mm, at least Harris and closing down ball games and being uh, uh you know that top of the back end of the bullpen that we always talk about that you know i mean he does have the big fast ball he's got a good slider so there's a lot to like about hector naris but i don't know if 
you know, closing down ball games is his bag. And, you know, he never got that opportunity in Houston because Presley's been so good for so many years there. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm interested. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, like I'm interested in Hector Neris, but like, I mean, I'm talking like more like three and 27 to 30. Top. Yeah. Yeah. Three for 50, probably not going to happen in Texas. Um, so let's talk about the next guy. We brought him up, Sandy Leone. Well, um, you know, he's got Ranger ties. So we always try and remember to bring up the guys that got some Ranger ties. Yep. Yep. And, and again, the, the, uh, the, the, the Kansas city Rangers. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the well, Rangers you know, and the, you know, I mean, Kansas City probably could have had Sandy Leone anytime they wanted after about the All Star break last year because mm-hmm. uh, you know it didn't. He he was gone before uh, the All Star break. I I would I, I kind of remember somewhere after that, maybe a little bit, but uh, you know he's going to have a chance to make that club and back up um salvi perez up there i don't i don't see any reason you know unless a young guy really steps into that spot you know i could see kansas city relying on another guy that remember why we liked sandy leone last year so much when when he signed here and not even when he was playing in the big leagues was because you know another guy to help young pitchers i mean i imagine sandy leone's gonna gonna coach in the big leagues at some point after his big league career's over. And, you know, so I, I, you know, to me, they got a young pitching staff with some veteran guys out there. It it could be a good signing for them to help with the bull, with the, with the staff and, and, and relieve Salvi when he needs it. Um, So let's, let's segue into our Rangers news. Um, The next subject is probably the, Second most, I'd say the, maybe the hot topic, but but um, maybe not our favorite thing to talk about, is the Bally's Diamond Sports Holdings have some kind of agreement worked out with Amazon, it sounds like. But Amazon only has the rights to five teams of those. Yeah, and one of, the, and not the, one of those that they don't have the rights to is Texas yep. of, the, of the Bally's Sports Group's. This could it, this could mean the end of the relationship, just in the sense that the Rangers will have an opportunity to move on. Um, it could mean that the Rangers get a a big check from Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw there's other people that could be um, brought into this on top of Amazon. Um, but man, I mean, like everything just got pushed back again for the Rangers because. MLB was not ready for this at all. Everything that I've kind of seen from MLB's camp is that like they were in the negotiation process. They were thinking that they were making headway on a, on a um, contingency plan. And then boom, they get hit with, Oh, Amazon's in on this thing. And, you know, I haven't heard anything from the Amazon camp at all. Um, It's mostly Bally's diamonds sports holdings that, are talking about it. MLB did acknowledge that it's, you know, something that they're going to have to push back Friday's hearings again, which was hopefully a case where the Rangers were going to get a settlement and they could start making the moves that they need to for the future. But gosh, man, this is a big, this is a big 
bugaboo for the Rangers because they're they're so you know it's so known within the organization that this is kind of the thing that's holding up their off season and everything's kind of slowing down for them or whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you got to really hope that this thing kind of works out for the Rangers. They're able to negotiate their own big deal coming right off of a world series championship and that they are maybe able to get something a little bit better for the, the fans of Dallas Fort Worth and the Texas Rangers in general, but who knows if that's going to be the case. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those things where, I mean, there's a lot of teams right now holding their breath, hoping that this thing works out in their favor. Yeah. So the, the real, I'd say the real sad part about this is that whoever those Amazon teams are, are going to walk away with um, some kind of TV deal. But at the end of the day, like I really hope, the Rangers get their own, their own thing, um, so that we're looking at you know controlling our own destiny. Um, yeah, you know, that, that's to, just my that's yeah. my that's my hope. Well, and know what we're getting into as fans as well. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see them get a local contract, let's see, a local broadcasting contract, or or really like a big national broadcasting contract, and that it can be aired locally no matter what, but. Um, that would be the dream for sure. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. I like the I like the idea of the CBS thing, but let's well, just yeah, well, hope, you know, cross our fingers. You know, you know how it is. It is it's, we're we're still in limbo and we're still kind of guessing game. You know, yesterday we're thinking, oh, we're coming up on this this court date, yeah. and you know things are going to work their way out by the end of the week, and boom, you know something uh-huh. right in the way. Yeah, jokes and, uh, on yeah, you. And it's totally out of everybody's control at this moment. And apparently Major League Baseball's as well. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Major League Baseball is in the position that they're in is probably the most concerning, I think, part of it of it all because that was I think it'll of, probably work its way out for the for I Major agree. League Baseball. No, I think I, I well, I think yeah, if there's any if there's any entity they'll do it's fine. gonna be perfectly fine. It's <laughs> yeah, gonna they'll be do. the uh, gonna, gonna be, be the okay. MLB. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about some uh, little transaction news. So they trade some cash to Cincinnati for um, for Daniel Duarte. Duarte. Yeah, he uh, he had a good season last year with the Reds out of the bullpen. Um, 96, 98 mile an hour fastball. Uh, good slider. Uh, we'll see what happens, but I like him. You know, his... Uh, his fit might be a little bit high compared to his war, which, uh, you know, sometimes that's questionable. Sometimes it's good luck. Sometimes it's, you know, good defense. And he's coming to a team that plays the best defense in, in, in Major League Baseball, or at least in the hey, American League. Let Help us um, average Joe Schmo fans. Well, Joe Schmo dropped there. But uh, average Joe Schmo fans, help us understand what fit. That's the piece. What yeah? What is FIP? FIP is what like your like what uh what should happen? Like if everything worked out the way that it was supposed to work out, your what your ERA would be if like like say like for example like anything under like I think it's like forty percent or thirty five percent or something like that on a catch probability. Uh, 
they kind of rule that in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like the idea that like, here's what your ERA should be if everything went the exact way it was supposed to be and you didn't get some of the, you know, marvelous defensive plays that you get or some of the uh, calls that you get or swings and misses and stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay. So that makes sense. So what does it stand for? FIP? Oh God. I don't know. Okay. FIP. Uh, well, we're going to find out. We're going to find we'll, out. Uh, we'll FIP we'll pull eventually. that up at some point. Uh, I imagine it has a, a fantastic meaning and I imagine uh, fan graphs could tell you probably all about it, but uh, um, I'm, right at the moment it's eluding me what uh what it what it means okay so let's talk about this next deal he's interesting Um, jose urias Urania. a major urias signs who is that reina not uh, i'm sorry i'm I'm thinking are we talking about talking about the or the Arias? okay reina signs a minor a minor league deal uh, with the invite to spring, these this is when it starts getting fun for me. Well, yeah, and he's a guy that's got a good arm. Um, he's had some struggles. He's gonna, you know, probably compete for a bullpen opportunity, maybe even an opportunity to start and maybe kind of catch what he had in the you know, pre-COVID era oh, of baseball. Oh, you know, his 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 seasons right before that um, were pretty good. Uh, we will see, you know, I mean, another guy, I'm sorry, you know, uh, uh, another guy that, you know, is going to get an opportunity at spring training. I can't imagine, you know, uh, at this point, probably depth um, early in the year at AAA before you're kind of finding out what you've got in your prospects. And if anything happens, you want to have somebody with some major league experience to come in and fill that role. Um, okay. Say, for example, like, you know, a couple of starts in, you're getting some tightness from Andrew Heaney, and you're not ready to go to uh, one of the young kids like Kent Lighter, White, one of those dudes okay. yet, and you say, you know what, let's put your Urena uh, on the 40-man put this guy on the DL, whatever, get a couple of starts out of him. And then, you know, if, if it goes well, when Bradford gets back, who Reina stays on and you, you know, find the next move. But um, for the most part, I would say triple A depth um, with that being the uh, entailment, you know, like as far as, what he's here for as far, you know, uh, some, some depth that has major league experience. All right, let's get to the fun part. So the Rangers have extended non roster invites to certain players in the minor leagues. I mean, let's talk about number one. I mean, like biggest deal. Everybody wants to see this. Can't wait to see this guy at spring training. White Langford gets the invite. He's a big first big name. Yeah, I kind of figured he was going to this year. I mean, he's worth it. There's there's uh, there's a lot to like about the kid. He's gonna he's gonna be a good piece for them at some point, probably as early as this year. Um, but as of right now. Uh, you know he's not on the he's not on the forty man roster, so he's probably not going to get uh, 
he probably won't make the team right off the bat, you know, like I wouldn't, I mean, not that I'm expecting him to or whatever, but like I, I a, a tremendous spring training could put him in a, in a position to make this ball club if everything goes exactly right for him. But I wouldn't just bank my income on it. Well, I think like, you know, what you're always looking for with these younger guys that are, you know, younger hitters is how they handle the off speed stuff. So you're not going to get a ton of like look on that, but um, you might get a little bit. And I think that might be like your well, big one decision thing, maker. One thing that you're going to see probably a little bit from him is he's going to play later in the ball game. So you're going to he's going to see more bullpen hands where he's going to get an opportunity to see more um, off speed offerings. Whereas if you you know starting the big guys are just throwing fastballs, yeah, they're throwing fastballs, working on command, and then mm-hmm. they throw an off speed pitch here or there to to work it in. But for mm-hmm. the most part, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. Uh, it's been a long time since the Rangers drafted a kid that was ready to play in the big leagues the next mm-hmm. year. And I'm here for it. I'm here to see what happens. And man, I'm excited about a bunch of these kids getting this, this invite. Just to Ooh, see you served it up. The camp. Yeah. You served it up there. So yeah. So the next one on the list here, Blaine Krim. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see him too. I want to see how he hits, especially given that kind of that DH, uh, role is not completely a hundred percent just yeah. solidified. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so too. And I mean, I am of the belief that Blaine Grimm is not a, a major league baseball player, mm-hmm. but guys have been that before that have been major league baseball players and better than major league baseball players. So I'm not uh, I'm not saying that he's not going to play in the major leagues. I just don't know if he's going to hit enough, uh, slug enough, have a spot within this organization just because of being just a first base only. Um, but overall, I'm looking forward to seeing him hit and see if he can if he can do it at the at the major league camp like he's done it so many years in a row now at the minor league camp. And then also Daniel Robert, cool right hander. Yeah, he was, next... uh, he was in camp last year. So, you know, I mean, he's going to get another chance to um, impress. And, uh, not a huge fastball, but um, pretty decent stuff overall. Just not a, a big fastball. All right. The next guy is the one I wanted to get to. Emiliano Teodo. Oh, I'm excited, man. I mean, that's, yeah, I just want to see him pitch cool. to big leaguers, like, I mean, dude. You might, you might even get a chance. I mean, because I think he's going to start at double A for sure, but – Man, I mean, the kid may just be electric enough to work himself into a, a real spot for the big league club by the end of this season, though. Yeah, that, I just want to see him against big leaguers. Um, Liam Hicks, another guy who may not slug enough, but because he plays catcher. But that AFL performance last year was something mm-hmm. else. And, I mean, you know, uh, on notice, if nothing else. I mean, you know, not. I'm not saying it's going to pan out and he's going to be the next – you know, pudge for this team or anything like that. Cause I don't believe that for one second, but at the same time he gets on base, he hits the ball, he makes good contact. 
And if the power comes along, he could be a really, really quality backup catcher and maybe even a guy that, uh, you know, starts big league games at some point somewhere. So, yeah, and and then um, Davis Wenzel, another interesting – a lot of time – and really just kind first of – First-rounder. Yeah, well, let me also kind of say a lot of these guys are getting the call-up because they're the older guys. It's like – it's kind of like, let's – this is it. Like, let's – we, well, we got yeah, yeah, to get this thing done, guys. Like, we got to – it's time. And you just talked about that that role with DH isn't completely filled, and they, you know, I mean, I'm not sure they're 100 percent sold on Ezekiel Duran as the DH, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know these guys are going to get a chance to hit. I would assume Davis Winzel, but you know, starts again this year at AAA, and you know, continues to do what he did last year if he could stay healthy and be productive. You know, uh, he's going to get a chance to play big league ball somewhere, and then. <clears throat> Next guy up, Jack Leiter. I mean, we've talked at length. Interesting to see how he does against big leaguers. Um, well, to see if he gets more than he got last year. You know, last year he was with the big league club at spring training through maybe a handful of innings at the most. Uh, was basically, you know, getting his feet wet a little bit with the big club for um, what his second spring training. And um, so, I'm interested to see how Jack Leiter responds this year after a rough year last year, getting shut down completely, having to work his way all the way back. Uh, I know he's been getting lots of reps this spring or, or this winter with uh, Jonah Heim. So we'll see how it works out. And, you know, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't expect, I mean, Leiter's a, he's a competitor. He's a guy that's, you know, He's had success in the past. He's going to find that success again. He's got the big fastball. He's got to get guys off of it, and he's got to be able to um, start getting people out with something something slow. But other than that, man, I mean, I like him. I think that there's still a lot to be said about what Jack Leiter could turn into as a major leaguer. Um, Grant Wolfram next on the list. Little seg, little uh, preview. But, you know, big big lefty. Huge lefty, big guy, six foot seven, six foot eight, something like that. Um, got a good fastball, got a good slider. He's going to be real tough against lefties. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's about putting it all together. I would assume that he'll start the season at AAA and he's going to, you know, maybe at some point this year get an opportunity in the big leagues to, to show off and see if he can, if he can stick. And then on base machine, Aaron Zavala. Looks like he's going to get an invite, which makes sense. I mean, sense. he's a guy yeah. that we were considering as possible, a possible major league uh, stint last year, but injuries and really just didn't play very well. Uh, kind of kept him off the off, you know, off the consideration for that. So I, I'm again yeah. another guy I'm interested to see against big leaguers. And we'll see, yeah, we'll see with Zavala. You know how we we like Zavala. We think that he's mm-hmm. got potential. He fell a little bit this year just because of injuries and not uh, having the same capabilities that he had prior earlier, you know, the year before in both uh, high A and double A. But he'll probably get a, a start there at double A, see how it goes for him, see if a, a year older, a year progressed, a little bit more development, a year back from the injury, knowing he's healthy, see if he can uh, get it back together and, and get back to that on-base machine that he was prior to this year. And then finally, our boy, Abby Ortiz, 
again, earned. I love that the Rangers like reward these guys that, you know, kind of showed out last year at certain points of the year. They're giving them a chance to see, you know, how they do. So, Bimelech Ortiz, know, minor league I mean, player of the year, I think, for the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, he's minor league player of the year. Hickory, Hickory or uh, uh, was the player of the year in the Sally League uh, at Hickory. Um, you know, did all the things to put himself in a position to get a look at from the big club this year. There's no doubt he'll probably start the season. You know, I mean, there's no doubt he'll start the season at Frisco. Um, but he's going to get a look. He's going to get some plate appearances. We're going to see what Abby's got. And hopefully, um, you know, he's a guy that uh, continues to impress at the big league camp before he gets sent on down to the minor league camp. Awesome. Awesome. Well, the one of the things that if you had been tuning into our show on a regular basis – You'd know about our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys. If you are a regular, then you've heard us talk about it over and over again. So what this is is where we uh, cover all things Rangers minor league. So, you know, we've got deep dives into every major league level from 2023 in there. We've got our top 40 prospects in there. We've covered the starting pitching rotations for every level up to uh, high A Hickory. We'll be on Down East over the weekend and cover the starting pitching there. We have also got the international signings uh, to go over as well uh, up in the here in the near future. So a lot of good stuff's going to be on our exclusive content where you can learn more about what's going on at every level of the Rangers. You just go to the website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. That's all one word. Or you can check it out on our Spotify page and subscribe there. <clears throat> just $2.00. A month for that, so it's the best $24 you're going to spend in 2024. So go ahead, click that click that uh, subscription button and make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers, minor league. Pretty pumped about this next segment here. Well, and before we get into this next segment, I got to tell people with this the minor league show this week, we're it's going to be a long one because we're gonna we're gonna go over a handful of those uh, international prospects and, and do what we can on uh, the other, the other guys that signed at least get you an update of, you know, names and where they're probably going to start. If they're going to start in the Dominican this year, or if they're going to stay probably within in, instructionals, you know, so we've got, we got a lot of, a lot to get to this, uh, this weekend on the down show or on the farm show. So, you know, we're going to, we'll probably uh, spend, well over an hour talking talking minor league baseball this weekend yeah so a lot of content on deck for you guys and we have a blast doing it so it's our pleasure so let's get into a texas rangers with the boys tradition annual tradition of the second annual the second annual top names in the organization and you heard one of those names just a minute ago on our uh, on our uh, on non-roster invites, so we're going to drop two names here. Here's how this is going to go. We're going to drop two names today for the next five shows, or the next four shows after this show. We're going to drop another two names, and then on show number six, we're going to rank them, and we're going to tell you who we think has the the best name, coolest name. Most strong, or or last year it was strong name. Strong, you know, strong. It was a yeah, strong I don't even really remember who won. <clears throat> I don't either, but I remember we had a top five, and I remember these two guys were on the list. But we got some new guys on the list this year. 
because there's good, some good names. Some names. Good strong names. There's yeah, there's some strong names that uh, come into this organization. We weren't so, as uh, lucky as uh, others. I can't remember who it was. Maybe the Pirates or somebody like that. But uh, one of their international signings this year, his name was Iverson Allen. Ooh. That's wow. a cool, that would have won for sure. Mm, yeah. There's no doubt, yeah. especially as much as I love the answer. Yeah. Well, and the other side of it is that practice. Practice? Talking about practice? Hey, if, if about practice. you hear a coach say that I miss practice, then that's mm-hmm. it. I miss practice. Yeah. But yeah. We're I'm not just talking about a game. Maybe over the course of the whole year, I miss maybe one practice. Mm hmm. Maybe I've heard yeah, that too much. Maybe I've. I love it. I love I, it. It never gets old. That one in the Jim Mora playoff. Playoffs, yeah. They're even like recreating that these days with a terrible <laughs> Kevin Hart commercial. It's it's gross. That, but anyways, whatever. You know, Kevin Hart's. Uh, he's he's big. The the kids love him or something. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, let me drop my first name that I got, and it was mentioned a minute ago. Big six foot six eight, right? Six eight, seven, six eight, six seven, six eight. Might as well be the Hulk Hogan of the Texas Rangers because he's a, that big of a guy. Grant Wolfram. Now, let me explain something. Let me explain something here. It's not Wolfram, no, it's two words with a with a with a slight pause in between. Yeah, Wolf it's... Ram. It's Grant Wolfram. Yes, there's okay. no doubt that there is uh, both wolf and ram in that man's blood, and mm. that that's how this has happened. He's probably mm-hmm. of some Nordic, mm-hmm. Nordic. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt that, that that's mm-hmm. just a a good strong name for a big strong man. Hopefully, he uh, he starts to turn that corner, and uh, you know we can we can talk about him in the big leagues this year because. How how can we not have like these these tremendous Grant Wolfram shirts? Wolfram. So also, yeah, I was gonna say, if anybody could have a shirt that would be easily made and marketable, it's a guy called Wolfram. And all you need is a wolf on one side, a ram on the other, or you put both on one on one side. You know, like so many ideas, so many things that can be done with this. Um, I see it in my head name, now. Yeah, All I right, can see so, it too. Next name. So though. I get a name, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. There, like, uh, there's only one name. Whenever it comes mm-hmm. to me, whenever we start a list like this, it may not be the best name in the in the Texas Rangers organization, but man, it is definitely worth being on any top ten name list, even in the big leagues. Is mm-hmm. Snarlin Evangelista who? Let's real quick say, I mean, Snarlin had a pretty decent Dominican Summer League last year. Um, mm-hmm. Looked very competent uh, in in a in an organization where at the Summer League, not everybody that they sent to the Hill looked competent. So mm-hmm. you know, good on him, and good. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, with a name like that, he's destined for greatness in the big leagues. Yeah, I mean. You just—it's it, almost like you—you got to have that—that Elvis—that Elvis Presley lip thing. You know how Elvis kind of like had the lip, the yeah, snarl yeah, lip. Yeah, that, that would yeah, be you just, yeah, snarling. I just see him doing that on the mound, you know. So, snarling evangelista. Intimidating. So we're gonna write those two names down on the list. 
we're gonna put them in a we're gonna put them in the uh, in the in the name game machine that we have mm-hmm. over here that's gonna tell us which one's the best and uh, in a what a week's time or so we'll tell you exactly who wins this thing. Absolutely gonna be a lot of fun. So if you guys have a preference, I mean by all means, send us a message. Give us whatever. a name. Yeah, Make give us your names. If if we don't name, mention somebody on there, give us a name. But but we we're gonna we're gonna run through the top ten names and we're gonna rank them uh, by the at, at the end of the. At and the, the, end and of the first two are already out there. These two guys they're gonna be on the list now because yep. Well, we've already put it out there. Yeah, they're they're there. So snarling. Uh, Snarlin Evangelista and Grant Wolfram make the names list. Well, I mean, it was more fun than it probably should have been. Uh, had a better time than we probably deserved. But uh, it's been a blast on a, on a Thursday morning. Uh, for us, it's Thursday evening, but well, irrelevant. Wednesday or t- Wednesday evening, Wednesday, but we're, yeah. you guys are catching this on Thursday. Um, a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we will be back uh, for Friday as well. But this has been Texas Rangers with the boys. You can find us on social media, TX Rangers WTV. You can also find us on our website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. That's just one word. Just one word. And don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content, Down the Farm with the Boys. We cover all things Rangers. Minor League, make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers. Four of the three. Oh, and thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform for the 300 pound manimal, AKA Bull Knight, for the 23 and a half pound manimal, AKA Baron. This is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers Read with the boys. Point. Yes, I'm, up, I'm doing it. He's, he's growing. But we are the boys, Texas Rangers with the boys. We're signing out. <laughs>